Hello, beautiful women. A woman. I am recording on my phone because I need to get this message out to you guys. This is a channel and it's awakening to the truth of who you are. Right? We're not our egos. We're not our minds. We're not fear. The authentic version of ourselves is what the world is craving to see. We need more uniqueness. We need diversity. We need, not diversity, that's not the word. We need like people to stand in their truth and uplift and inspire others so we can live in love and not fear. Okay. So that's what I'm going to be talking about. And uh, if you're wondering why I've been away for a hot minute, it is because I have been creating a new program all on feminine energy, which I will talk about at the end, because I think this is the real glow up for women. This is the real the thing women are starving for, like we are so hungry and we don't even know it. We are, our souls are yearning and craving for authenticity and purity and love and like passion from like a pure, almost holy place. So I guess we, where we can start is really with me. You know, I've shared, I've shared like my story, but I haven't been as vulnerable as I'd like to be. Because I think if I'm honest about how I've felt in this journey and the truth behind it, it's going to help you guys. Because we're all friends here. We're all going through the same thing, which is living this human experience with an emotional guidance system, which can go a bit haywire. <laughs> but, you know, I moved to the Canary Islands about five months ago now. And before... I was so uncomfortable in my body, you guys. I felt gross. I didn't feel I could take up space. I just felt like a fraud. I felt like I wasn't authentically being me. I wasn't free. I wasn't able to, you know, move my hands around and dance or feel joy or feel pleasure. I just felt numbed to this technology system where we're always on our phone where we're always trying to impress others and instead of living in the moment and enjoying like a beach view we're taking a million photos to get the perfect photo for instagram and i was getting so exhausted of it all and i i I just knew i had to take a step back and in order to take a step forward and in this experience i learned so much about life that i'm so excited and honored and blessed to be able to bring this back to you and to help you in your journey of embodying the divine feminine energy that is within all of us women and it's been dormant for centuries it's been suppressed and pushed down and told that it's shameful and that it's disgusting or gross and that feeling and being creative and artsy is not safe in a world that is so masculine and linear and dominated in the masculine, right? We're dominated by living in our thoughts. We go into school and we're conditioned how to think. Teachers say, this is the way you have to think. If you're bad in school, you're bad in life, right? We, we tie our self-worth to things, which is the ego, the false sense of self. The divine feminine energy is awakening that you are enough as you are, that you are holy and you are godlike and you are a goddess and you are like this divine woman of power, of love, of healing of creativity of passion all of these emotions within women that we suppress and we we suppress these natural beautiful gifts and in this time in the canaries i've gone on this crazy journey of stripping back and finding out who is ella 
Who is Ella behind what society told her she should look like or think like or be like or act like and feel like? How did Ella want to be? Did she want to, you know, stop wearing a bra? Or is, oh, that's not what society says is acceptable, right? That is something that I've done, like, since here is quitting wearing a bra. Because I started studying so much into this about the heart chakra and how it's suppressed in women. The heart chakra is where all our beauty lies, women. It is not in the appearance. It is not in how we are perceived through others. It is how we perceive ourselves through the vision and the, the lens of our heart, of source, Seeing ourselves in our true divine innate nature is what we came here to do and to get back to that natural state of being, right? We are not naturally meant to be anxious all the time. We are not meant to be scared and fearful. We're not meant to be in these states. And the point is that we came here to experience them so we could learn the journey back to our natural state of being, which is the soul, which is godlike, which is the heart, which is the divine feminine energy. The divine feminine energy is all about the woman becoming the woman of who she desires to be, not what society tells her the woman should be. If she wants to look a certain way or wear certain types of clothes or wear makeup or wear no makeup or go holistic and, you know, quit every single beauty product and stop brushing your hair, whatever it is to the divine woman, it is her birthright to find out who that wild woman is. It's not becoming a girl boss if that's not what your heart's calling and you're trying to mold into this persona. If you want to be in a van and live with your boyfriend or your husband and live van life and live off in a forest you can do that if you want to be the biggest boss girl on youtube and be this incredible thought leader for spiritual guidance do that if you just want to go about living your life and doing your job but you just want to activate this power within you so you can be happier and live a more fulfilled life you can do that and it's not about looking around and seeing what others are doing it's about looking within your heart and your soul and seeing what it's yearning for your heart and your soul is telling you all the time what it is you desire to be do and have yet we feel so programmed by others to follow other people's guidance and to lose touch with that intuitive power that we have within ourselves this intuitive gift is the feminine goddess like energy that we are gifted and in order to channel into this power this wisdom beyond our control beyond what we can perceive when we can perceive these energies when we can trust our heart and our highest divine purpose and follow that with undesirable waving faith a wavering faith we become happier we become freer 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 from the matrix from this illusion we break free from the idea that the things we need are outside of us they are all within us and it is how we co-create with the universe to create our dream life it's not about chasing outside of us it is about going within finding within and following that heart calling no matter how crazy it sounds to the ego no matter how fearful it sounds to the ego you follow that yearning you follow that internal guidance we all have this guidance within us telling us but we're so afraid because we're told and we're taught and we're conditioned how to be in this masculine society right every time i listen to my intuition it terrifies me because it makes no sense to the mind. The mind says, be safe. Do the logical, the rational, the, the thing. The truth is, guys, the mind does not care about your happiness. And I'm going to share a story that really, basically what happened was I was in my apartment um, lying in bed and I woke up. 
<laughs> I woke up and I kind of had, I like lie flat down. I open my eyes and I see this cockroach running towards me. I have two kind of epiphanies from this because one, I was in a very vivid dream. I have psychic dreams, which by the way, we can all tap into our dream states where we have psychic intuitive gifts. When we tap into the divine feminine, we access messages and codes from source to usher into the collective and to embody within ourselves so that we can lead with example. And this cockroach, I literally opened it. It's like my intuition, my soul knew that it was, it was coming towards my face. I opened my eyes and I jump up and I'm terrified of cockroaches. Guys, I'm terrified. And so for the next few days, I'm in so much fear when I go to sleep. I can barely sleep because I'm just in so much fear that that cockroach is in my room. And every time when I would lie in my bed, my mind would flash cockroach. Like it would literally just flash a cockroach in my head, like flash, flash. And I started to become aware that the mind is here to keep us safe in alertness, right? If I was, if my mind wanted me to be happy and me to feel safe, do you think it would keep flashing a photo of a cockroach to send like this shockwave throughout my system? No, it would be like giving me loving thoughts and loving vibrations and frequencies and codes of compassion and warmth. And that's what the feminine is. The feminine is nourishing and soft and loving and she cares about herself and she puts her happiness before anything else and she puts her emotions before anything else. She listens to herself and her energy and she honors that. She honors her body, her sacred sexuality. She honors every part of her body. She honors how she feels. She honors the what she puts into her body. She honors herself. And that's what we've lost touch with in this reality. And we've gone from dopamine instead of happiness, right? This is a huge download I received, a light code while I was looking at the moon after doing yoga. Was we, we have different, we think happiness is dopamine, so when we watch TikTok, yeah, it's, it makes us happy. It's actually dopamine. It's the dopamine that we think. And we have become, we have created this huge barrier, like this huge wall of between like a soul, like a, a moment where we feel so alive, right? You know, you know, when you climb a mountain or you're standing in front of the sea and the wind is blowing on your skin or you feel the sunshine on your head and you're just present and you feel so blissful and alive. And it's that usher of love that you feel that is aliveness that is life but we have convinced it to be otherwise through eating good food that feels good but doesn't feel good for our body or going on tiktok for two hours and having these instant rushes of happiness and pleasure or you know doing things for that quick fix getting drunk like obliviated drunk so that we can feel this like euphoric state of like like craziness Right. And I have nothing against alcohol and all that sort of stuff. You know, I, I drink it very sparely and I'm very conscious about that. But it's like being honest with yourself. And for so long, I was not honest with Ella. I was not honest with Ella. I tried to be that girl who tried to, you know, go out every weekend and be a party girl. And deep down, I knew that wasn't me. I knew the real Ella wasn't so fixated on her appearance and for all my life I was fixated on my appearance of how I was perceived how I was looked at because I was always complimented by my appearance and I think that's what happens as women we're so complimented by the external we lose touch with the internal and the wild woman within ourselves so I started trying to perceive myself to look this way to act like the cool girl and I tried to put on these personality traits trying to fit in to please others I tried to be a chameleon until I was honest with myself and I said, Ella, this is not who I want to be 
I want to be the girl who can walk barefoot on the beach or the grass and look like a crazy woman and do yoga on the beach and, you know, be topless on the beach and like be the girl I want to be and be free and step into that truth. And if I had said any of those things a few years ago, I would be terrified. I, I couldn't even look at my body in the mirror. Like my naked body was disgusting to me. I couldn't look at it. I felt so much shame. You know, another thing was like, just feeling loving and confident within myself for just being me, not because I was doing things. This is the linear masculine way of thinking that we have to do something in order to be something, in order to feel something. What if we were to be able to feel the amazing godlike nature within ourselves for simply being us and then go out into the world in that frequency and that vibration of emitting that instead of coming from I'm going to prove myself to the world by creating this false sense of self, aka the ego online and perceiving to the world that I am this person that I am not. Or am I going to stand in my truth and feel within my heart that I am who I came here to be and show my wounds, show my scars, show my authenticity and vulnerability. And that way I can influence others to do the same. Because we have come into a world where people are trying to pretend they are something that they are not. Online, we are perceiving to have all the answers to be perfect. When the truth is every thought leader in this world that you are looking up to has a million things they are afraid of, a million things that they are running away from, the shadow. But if we could all just be honest with ourselves and show that side of ourselves where we're terrified, where we do feel fear, we're not blissful fairies. We, this is human life and it's freaking hard <laughs> and it's scary and it feels uncomfortable when we're honest with ourselves about this. And this is why I'm going to start creating these more authentic podcasts where I'm just honest, like I've been feeling a mess sometimes, but I've also been feeling the most godlike, incredible version of Ella because I'm just allowing myself to be seen in all areas. When we are in our masculine, I'm laughing about this because it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny because we spend so much of our time trying to be someone, but it, 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 like life is about looking at, like I'm literally tearing up right now because this is so funny to me. Guys, it's time to stop pretending everything's okay and trying to fix everything and instead live in the messiness. This, this is the wild feminine. This is the divine feminine living in the mess, living in the beauty and the euphoria of the mess, of the divineness, of the godlike goddess, of the creation, right? I see goddesses like this ever-flowing, moving flow of energy, right? She is not conformed to a box. And as women, we are told how to be. We have so much pressure on ourselves to look like a supermodel, to feel happy all the time, to put on a brave face, to also have an incredible career and like have it all together. And we don't know what we're meant to be doing. Like women are lost. Same with men. We are all lost. And it's about reclaiming that power within and finding out who that is. Because if we continue to follow the sheep, we will just be another sheep. We are here to lead the pact. We are here to be leaders, to lead by example. And that does not come from copying others. That comes from igniting this divine feminine within yourself and being that authentic, raw, vulnerable you that you know you are. You know you are so much more than what you are right now. You know that deep down and I'm calling you out on it because I'm calling myself out on it. I know that I can be so much more than I am right now. And it all takes from being that authentic Ella and being that person that you want to be and not second guessing what people think. Not thinking, oh, should I wear this? And then going, oh, no, maybe people will judge me. No, you need to be the light in this system. This is what the world needs in order to heal. Mother Gaia, 
Mother Gaia, she has tornadoes when she expresses her anger. She has tsunamis and she expresses her anger and her frustration and she lets her emotions and her rivers flow. She allows this to flow. And when a feminine woman is disconnected or when a, mascu- a woman is in their masculine and is disconnected from her feminine, she is not flowing with the wind. She is not being her innate true nature. She is being a lim- linear, constructed, conformed, pressurized, fearful woman. And that's not who we came here to be. We came here to move with the plants, with the earth, to ground ourselves in Mother Gaia and allow the Mother Earth to give us information and the love that we need. The earth has all the frequency of love that we desire, right? Spirituality, we can sometimes go so outside of our body. But the feminine is about being within the body and moving within the earth codes of the love frequency that is Mother Earth. Mother Earth has all the answers to our prayers. And that's all about feeling within, connecting with nature, connecting more with your true self. The more we connect with the true of life, like the truth of nature, the more we connect within ourselves. So we need to connect to that truth, that raw woman, so that we can be the woman we know we are. We know we are so much more than this. We know we are meant to be these infinite voids of love and just love ourselves, cherish ourselves, feed ourselves with the best things we know we deserve, like knowing what we deserve and giving ourselves that. If we want to have a bath that, you know, like guys, like I, baths are a huge way I give love to myself. I'll sit in a bath for an hour or two and listen to these like, uh, it's like moji. It's like this yoga, like, chanting song this beautiful woman's voice where she's just singing in this all the frequencies and I just lie in the bath and I just feel the love that the earth is giving me that God is giving me that this world is giving me I feel into that love and that's what creates heaven on earth that's what creates bliss and we deserve to feel this but when we live in these masks of fear and we're so afraid of being our authentic self we're so afraid because we're scared we're going to be judged because we were told that was not good enough when we look at this part of ourselves that we've disowned, when we reclaim that within ourselves, we feel alive. We feel freer than we've ever felt. We feel love like we've never felt. We start to find sisterhood within everyone. We start to find love within everyone, union within everyone. But it takes with us being honest with ourselves and saying, am I really happy? Am I really happy you know, living in this matrix and, you know, living in the mind and being comfortable or am I willing to step out and to be brave and to follow my heart because I know that's what's going to make me feel more alive than anything in this world. Are you willing to do that? We came here to live. We did not come here to die. We came here to live and experience this truth of reality in this world and we chose to awaken so we can continue to evolve asleep Or we can awaken and be honest with ourselves and really get truthful with ourselves. And yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, but that is where the magic is lying. That is where the gifts are rewarded, where life becomes beyond amazing. Because we feel this ever-flowing source energy within ourselves flowing through us and telling us we are worthy we are enough we are worthy of our soul's desires we are worthy of following what we truly know we deserve we are worthy of living a dream life where we pursue our dreams or we have our dream job or that we live in a place that makes us happy or we eat the foods that we desire we deserve that and we must first look within and find out why did we feel so long that we didn't 
so that we can really tune into that awakened woman that we know we are. We are all awakened women. Like you listening, you are an awakened woman and you are here to awaken the divine feminine energy. You are meant to be that feminine goddess. And this is nothing to do with genders. This is an energy. Like this has nothing to do with looking a certain way. You could not brush your hair and shower for 20 years <laughs> and be the most feminine person. Okay, that was very drastic, but the feminine knows her worth and she doesn't need that validation from others. And that's what I mean. Like you don't need to be or look a certain way in order to be validated by others. That inner validation, that inner love, that's the feminine. The masculine is seeking a and it's, you know, in the mind, and it's thinking logically and rationally, and it's not feeling, it's not ever flowing. Feminine is energy. And we deserve that. And we can have that. We can learn how to feel beautiful in our bodies and express ourselves through our bodies, through yoga, through dancing, through looking at our bodies in its raw self and loving every feature of it, feeling vulnerable and naked within our skin and our soul and saying, this is enough. This is who I'm meant to be and showing that to the world unapologetically and not waiting for people's reactions, but being that person and whoever is meant to flow into your life is meant to come and whoever isn't is meant to leave. That is how the rhythms of the universe are meant to correlate with our life. We are not meant to plan and control, control, control. We are in a society. I keep saying society. Like there are so many women and I've been there where we're trying to control through obsessive thinking and manifestation and writing things down, trying to control, control, plan, plan, plan. But if we were to let go of the ropes a little and trust our innate heart and wisdom and live in the present and trust that that's guiding us to a more greater plan than we could have ever imagined, aka soul manifestation, which is what I talk about in my program, it's a very different form of manifestation and it doesn't exhaust you. It fulfills your heart. It's not coming from control and fear. It's coming from abundance, richness, love. And that's what we deserve. And we're all going to get there. And we are getting there. And we are ascending faster than ever. We are going from 3D, which is the mind, the physical, looking at everything, knocking on it, thinking, oh, this is it, to the 5D, moving with the ever-flowing energies that are around us that we are tuning into at every moment. That's what we're here for. That's what the world, that's what's happening to the world. If we continue to follow the old paradigm or we wake up, is it the red pill or the blue pill? I think it's the red pill is the one you wake up. Are we ready to take the red pill? Are we ready to embody this feminine energy where we see through, th- see, th- see through truths and we just be in that embodiment, that truth? It's time. It is time. Ladies, it is time. I'm so passionate about this because I spent so much, dim- so much time dimming my light, dimming who I was, trying to fit into others, not realizing there was a wild, mystical, magical, hippie, old soul self within Ella who was divine, who was absolutely perfect and did not need to change for others. She was within there and she's within you. She is within you and she does not need to be someone. She already is. She has her blueprint of who she's meant to be. It's about unraveling that and finding out who that person is and stripping back to our true divine divinity that is what we came here to do my friends wow guys i have goosebumps i hope you feel the same i hope you feel that you are enough as you are and that who you the way you want to dress if you want to dress like a weirdo do it if you want to 
be who you want to be. Like, be who you want to be. And that is going to speak volumes to the collective, to the universe, to people. It is showing others that they are safe to be who they want to be. Stop comparing. Stop trying to be someone. Be your divine, innate, beautiful woman self that you are. You are the feminine. You are this godlike woman who is able to feel and be and express and she has no rules. She is literally a crazy wild woman who lives life according to her plan. And she just continues to receive and allow the beauty from life. When we are closed off and we are living in the mind and masculine fear, we are closing off to infinite blessings of the universe. We are closed off from all the goodness that life has to offer because we are feeding into a narrative that was created by a system to keep us in our masculine, to keep us fearful, to keep us afraid, to keep us insecure, to continue us in this obsessive consumption rat race where we are consuming, buying, buying, buying because we don't feel enough as we are. We are trying to fill a void, but we are looking in the wrong places. When we look within ourselves and we dive into this feminine energy and we look within our body, we tune into the portal of our hearts, the divinity within, within ourselves. When we tune into that, That, my friends, is where the divine feminine lies. This is where true fulfillment and happiness lies. Oh my God, and does it feel good? (laughs) Oh my God, I was like, oh my God. Uh, Yeah, like it just feels so good, guys. I hope this episode has helped you. I want you to post this on your story so that we can get the message out to as many people as possible. We are awakening and we need to awaken people. We are awakening women into their divinity that we all deserve to live. We deserve to live amazing lives. We deserve to treat others with love and compassion and kindness. And that, my friends, is how we create the new age, the new world that is going that way if we continue to stand in our light because we cannot let the darkness win. So if you want to message me your thoughts, I love reading your messages. It really helps me continue this because honestly, although I speak about this, I do self-doubt a lot. And I still feel that like there is times where I feel like, am I helping people? Like, are people listening? So it means the world when you, I just receive a little message, just knowing that this is helping others so that I can continue to fuel this power that I know in my heart is right. Um, but yeah, I wanted to thank you to listen to the end. And I wanted to speak quickly about my new program, the Divine Feminine Goddess program. This is a program I have poured my heart and my soul into. I've gone to the depths of my soul in so much fear and had to look at myself and my wounds and my shadows and heal every part of myself so that I could be honest with myself and step into that authentic Ella so then I could lead with example and show you guys that it's safe to do so too. I used to be so afraid of my body. I was so afraid of standing up for myself. I was so afraid. I was people-pleasing. I was trying to be something I was not. I was so focused on how others perceived me. I left Ella behind and she was so afraid. And I tapped into this and I became free. I started, you know doing things that terrified me, like doing yoga on the beach, doing things that like literally scared me, just stepping into my truth, quitting like fake tan, something I wore a mask on for ages, you know, quitting hair extensions, things I hid behind, quitting wearing so much makeup that I was hiding behind because I was so afraid of letting the true naked raw Ella shine through. I was so afraid of looking at the mirror and seeing the raw Ella for who she looked like without all this masks internally and externally. And I had to go through this awakening process and journey so that I could help you guys awaken so that you could stand in your divine truth and your true divinity and be the woman you know you are you know you are different than where you are right now you know you are meant to be more authentic you know there's so much more within yourself but we are dimming our light and i am here to help you and guide you hand by hand along the way for the next six weeks 
on how to be this divine woman. Well, it's, it's technically eight weeks. There's six um, weeks, of course, or like work, that six weeks. So each week I give you guys um, speeches on the things that are going to help you embody the feminine. And then things like uh, I give you guys chocolate affirmations and like sensual dance routines, healing containers. I give you guys... Um, a yoga routine to connect with your womb and your sacred divinity, how to ground yourself, holistic health. I tell you all of these feminine woman, wild woman secrets that are going to help you. And then I also give you three bonuses, such as I help you how to connect with your angels, how to align your chakras that you can manifest. Because remember, your chakras are literally a physical manifestation of this reality. And we need to align our heart with our mind, get that heart, mind, body connection back. We deserve this. We literally deserve this. Okay. So I've left this link in the show notes to the Feminine Divine Goddess program and it is six weeks and each week I'm going to guide you along the way and it is only 347 euro, okay? It is a very, very impactful, it is literally going to change your life. I'm sorry, I, I've put, I'm so confident in, in it because it's changed my life. I've gone on a crazy journey. I've been living in the Canaries for five months and I've found the true Ella, the raw naked Ella, the real, real, real Ella and who she is. And I'm here to help you on that path. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do all of this alone. I can help you and guide you along the way so that you don't have to do this alone, that I'm here to give you the love and the encouragement that you deserve because it is hard doing it on your own, right? We need that compassion. We need that sisterhood to hold each other up and to continue to rise each other. And that's why I've created a Facebook group so we, we can all like help each other. But yeah, I'm excited. So if you want to check it out, it, it is in the show notes and I appreciate you listening to this. I'm sending you so much love wherever you are and I thank you for connecting me, connecting to me on this and I appreciate you listening to this. I appreciate you more than anything. If anyone hasn't told you today, I appreciate you and you showing up today is making the biggest impact in this world you don't even realize. It is making a huge, huge impact. So I'm sending you so much love, so much light and um, yeah, I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Hello, beautiful, beautiful souls. Welcome to, are you ready? The Goddess Wisdom Podcast. I changed the name because I know I'm speaking to women here. That's my main audience, like pretty much 99% of my audience. And we're all going on, we're all going through our goddess awakenings, our spiritual awakening journeys, right? We're all waking up to the goddess that is within ourselves. So I thought that'd be an amazing name just to share my wisdom and what I'm learning and documenting it because it's freaking hard. And I'm going to be the first person to put my hands up and say that it's so hard. I didn't even get teary when I say it because this is something that spiritual gurus really don't, they really don't share a lot of them online. And I even went through this myself is, um, you know, a lot of spiritual thought leaders give off this impression that the spiritual path is very, very easy. It's very, very love and light. It's very pure. And it can be at times. But the truth is, is it's really freaking hard. Okay, and I'm going to be honest about that. It's really hard, but I wouldn't change it for the world. And the results and the things that I feel on the other side of these challenges and lessons is beyond anything like I would never in a million years want to go back to a lower state of consciousness where I'm asleep technically so um, I just want to say that is what this podcast I really wanted to share the authentic truth of all of this and be honest and help you because that is that's what I, that's all I desire because if I know that a girl listening to this who's really struggling with their awakening process can relate to me in some way it makes my heart happy because sometimes I'm like is there anyone out there who's feeling the way I do because like I can feel like I'm going crazy sometimes in this awakening path, which is 
what I want to discuss is the journey on how to get through this I don't want to say get through because it's not like about a rushing thing, but how to get through this in a more, in the path of least resistance, right? The, the least resistance on this path. Um, and so last year was when my awakening really started and it was a very difficult time for me last year, um, 2020, where it was just a lot, a lot of just resistance, like really resisting this awakening. You know, the ego likes to cling on to old paradigms, old patterns, old beliefs, because that's what we've, we've been conditioned to believe is true. And so the, that year was a lot of resistance and really not accepting that this was happening, that, yeah, like my life is going to change forever. Because once you do go on this awakening path, you can't go back. Um, but the truth is, and a lot of people might be like, why does it, why is this happening to me? I quickly just want to say every human being on this planet will eventually go through awakening An awakening. Uh, majority won't be in this. Actually, a lot of them are in this incarnation, but you chose to awaken in this incarnation. So it's better to accept that than to resist it, resist it because it creates so much more suffering in the longevity of things. And it really, yeah, it just creates a lot more longevity of it. It makes you feel like it's, it's happening and like not for you. And then for this year, the first uh, half of the year was acceptance. I was starting to really accept this path and go, okay, you know what? I, I do feel different. I'm going to um, probably not to re not relate to 99% of people I meet, but I can speak to them with kind and loveness and compassion. But just like, you know, most people I won't have in common with because I was changing so rapidly. And then I kind of went back into a resistance the past couple of months. Now I'm slowly coming back to acceptance again of being like, okay, you know, trying to get off this awakening path. And I know if you've awakened, you're, you've tried to get off this path. I think we all have. It's very easy to want to go back to the old patterns where everything was fine and simple and more calm because to be honest, the energies are crazy. Once you go on this awakening path, your energies can just go left, right, up, down. You're so unpredictable, especially as a goddess, as a woman, we could be so cyclical. And that's what I want to help you with today because I want to say I'm here for you. I know what you're feeling. I even get emotional when I say this because it's a difficult path and we all are in this together. And that's what I want to create and provide for this space. And the reason I stopped uploading podcasts, which I'll say at the end, um, and why I'm going to be back now is because there was a lot going on in my personal life emotionally. Um, it, it, there was never you know what the funny thing is is it's just the spiritual awakening like my life seems perfect externally everything was fine but internally there was a lot of shadows coming up a lot of emotions that were pulling me down and really I had to go through all of those and I still am so um, I just want to say I'm back and I'm really really excited to be speaking to you I'm excited to um, continue these and really put more of my energy into the podcast because I love podcasts more than YouTube. I think everyone knows that by now if I've said it a million times. But anyway, I want to go into the stages of this awakening to help you. So I've written down notes to keep it somewhat um, a little bit more systemized because you guys know I'm very flowed. Um, so the first one is awakening and letting go of the lies the ego believed. So <laughs> when we go through the awakening path, a lot of us are drawn through this through manifestation. Okay, a lot of us um, are maybe raised and they may we may just be away from the fairies the minute we're born. I was very like that. I always believed in fairies, um, angels. I was always talking to myself. I always had imaginary friends uh, from a young age. So I always feel like it was, you know, destined in my path. And if you're listening, it is very, very highly likely that you are meant to go through this large awakening. I mean, especially if you listen this far, you definitely are. Um, and so as um, manifestation draws us in, 
we believe and we've been taught to believe through through everything through every type of message we've been taught it is that our external world defines us so our careers um you know praising individualism right so if we are succeeding this was a big thing especially when like my career sort of started setting off like a year ago I remember I got so much praise from like family and friends and it was very interesting to me how because now I don't see it that way at all in individualism praise like a lot of people who are praised I don't find it I don't want to say the word impressive because that sounds really bad um just like a lot of like we praise people who have made a lot of money or we praise people who have done a lot of things but they may not be the best of people or they may be hurting people in this planet or like not it's not coming from the heart filled it's not coming from a heart a heart purpose it's coming from the ego purpose is what I'm trying to say um and so we're told from a very young age our career is what defines us that um if we meet the love of our life we will feel complete and whole uh one day we'll be happy enough that nothing will ever change like everything is perfect when we get to x y and z and we create these illusions and these systematic um ideas of what happiness is and that when we get to this point, everything will feel perfect. And I'll never have insecurities again. I'll never feel unlovable. I'll never feel all these things. And so we get distracted in this so-called matrix, trying to do everything in our power to get to that point of happiness and gratification. And so when we are in that um, achieving mode to a getting that thing, it's very easy to believe these because you don't yet have it. And so what happens is when you do experience some form of success, and that's why I always say that if you are in this awakening path and you have goals, I highly, 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 highly encourage you to continue to achieve them because that is where the deeper, deeper lessons are that, oh, this isn't actually going to fill the void that I thought it would. Um, and you, you can only learn that lesson when you've achieved it, right? I learned this when um, I made a lot of money and I realized, oh, the heart the hole in my heart is even deeper. It's like even more empty. Um, and nothing against money, by the way. This is why I always teach about money manifestation because I think it's a very helpful tool and it's very, very real. But it's about where we're coming from, the energy base that we're coming from. And most people, the things they are doing is coming from, I'm not good enough. I need to get this to feel good enough. And it's all coming from ego, ego gratification because the ego is sense of self. It's one. It's not oneness. It's very separate. It's very much an illusionary self that we have formed and created. And so when we go through the spiritual awakening, the ego really loses the identity that we thought we were, the identity we were clinging on to for dear life, right? If we're a funny person, we cling on to this, oh, I'm humorous, I'm funny, that's one thing people like about me, right? And then let's say we kind of start to lose, like, let's say this is why a lot of ego deaths are happening in quarantine. We don't have anyone to entertain with our funniness anymore. And we're like, are we funny anymore? So we lose that like thing that the ego holds on to. And when we go through this awakening path, and we realize that a lot of things we thought were going to make us happy don't. It's very, very scary because the ego is like, this is all I've been taught. This is all I've been conditioned. And it's not your fault either because it's society's fault. It's the systems. It's the programming. It's the conditioning. It's all of this that has created this false idea then that keeps us on a hamster wheel. And that is why we're easy to be controlled and why there is systems in this reality, why the world is the way it is. Because if we're on a hamster wheel, we're not questioning things. We're easier to control. We're easier to be obeyed. And we're easier to keep in fear and to keep us stuck um, in a lower theme of consciousness, a lower density, a lower dimension, right? 3D, very physical. Um, that's why, you know, they will do everything in their power to 
disconnect you from source or God or the universe because when we're in the 3D, everything is physical. There is no belief in a higher power, so we don't have faith. And therefore, we have to live in fear and we have to rely and depend on the mind, which is the ego. So that's just a little bit of the first step is understanding on the awakening path. It is awakening to the truth that you are not the ego. You are not the things you have been taught. And it's this discoveration of awakening. Wait, there's a soul within me. There's a fragment within me. Okay, so the second step is usually the difficulty accepting this. Okay, so if you are listening, there is a 99% chance you are a empath or a highly sensitive person. Me, I'm an empath and a highly sensitive person. I've always been very sensitive. Um, and the reason spiritual beings will awaken is because most likely they are sensitive. Because, <laughs> okay, I'm going to put two people. So let's say there is a regular person who is not a sensitive soul. She's just a regular soul and she comes into this world. She will have somewhat of a thicker shell to defend herself or to not let others get to her. Whereas a sensitive soul who goes into this world is constantly knocked down. Now, I'm not dis like I'm not saying that the person who doesn't have a sensitive soul will not go through difficult times. Of course, we all go through experiences and things and lessons and we're all on our own um, paths. But a sensitive soul will be knocked down again and again from things that aren't necessarily offensive from society. So it could be a teacher shouting at you in school. It could be your mom saying like, oh, you're so silly. That could like, like really deeply hurt a sensitive soul. They latch onto these. Um, and so what happens is the soul fragment, the soul that you came here to be, realizes it's not safe because I'm being hurt so much. So I have to put, oh my God, I get emotional when I talk about this. I actually get so like um because this is like my story um and it's like I'm only starting to come to the terms of how sensitive I actually am um but it's a blessing guys it's a blessing uh where was I oh yeah so what happens is we let go of the soul we say this isn't safe I'm not safe being who I am in this world because if you if you know like as a spiritual sensitive soul this world is really scary and it's really dense and it can feel really harsh at times and scary and it can be really frightening for a very innocent soul that kind of sees the world in butterfly and rainbows which was definitely the way I lived um from a very young age and so what happens is you go okay this is not safe I need to put on this mask of protection this wall which is what a lot of women walk around which is the mask of masculinity wearing this wall of protection which I did for pretty much the age of 17 to 22 um I wore this wall of protection when I dropped out of school it was when I really started to embody a lot of masculine energy to protect myself because I had no faith in a higher power which is tapping into the body the heart which is the feminine the goddess energy and so we're told we, we go okay this soul isn't safe we need to put on this ego perception we need to believe that we need to achieve things to feel good and to feel safe and so that is the the second step is that's why we do the things we do. And the second step is then not having a very hard time accepting that and accepting the self, accepting the soul. And we will do everything in our power to neglect the soul and be like, this isn't who I am. I am this type of person. When in reality, deep down, you always know, you always do. It's like, no matter how much you try that little, little deep, deep feeling within you is always going to be there. And the more we resist that feeling, the more pain we are going to create. And so I encourage you, and I get emotional again, because even though I, I've been on a pattern, on a path, a long path of going back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. And if I had one piece of advice, even though I'm, sometimes I don't follow this advice and I, I should, I should listen to this when I need to, but it's to honestly 
love the soul because the reason we're so resistant on this journey and afraid is because we were told that our soul was not enough or we weren't good enough as we were and so we don't want to go back there we don't want to go back to that pain we don't want to go back to that trauma that fear of feeling so worthless but going into that is where you find the true divinity that you are and that you were actually was perfect from the beginning and it wasn't it, it, it was actually just about loving that essence of yourself so the second step is really resisting it and having a hard time to accept it and the ego will have a very difficult time accepting it and that's only understandable because you've gone your entire life being taught that this is the way reality is and you came here to break paradigms and to heal generational trauma and to completely shift the the way the world is perceived and um, that's what you are you're a light worker and so if you felt like the sheep in the family like is it the wolf or the sheep like the black sheep like if you felt like the black sheep in the family you felt you didn't fit in or you never felt it fit in school right like me in school I never felt like I fit in um in secondary school I moved twice and I just, I struggled so much to fit in. I was like, where the hell are my people? Um, that is because you came here to shift this. Okay, so the second step is it's very hard to accept that. But once you do, it's a lot easier. Okay. And so the sec- the third step is to trust. Now, this is very difficult because in this um, masculine dominant society, we are told to plan to really create a a protective mechanism of ourselves. Um, that's why people are so obsessed with setting goals and so obsessed with, um, and I'm talking about women here because men, that's naturally kind of in their biological nature to have a vision, a purpose, a mission. That's the that's the masculine energy. But as a woman, we naturally at our core more are a feminine nature. It's literally biologically within us. And this is something that can feel really triggering to some people so I'm trying to say this in the most loving essence, um, is like, as a woman, we are biologically designed very different. We are of a 28-day cycle. Men have a 24-hour cycle, which is why they are very good at protecting the home, the herd, right? That's, you know, why back in the day, the men were the providers. They were the ones that protected the home. They went out and caught the animals to feed the family and the woman may, was at home raising the children now again I have a career so it's it's not to say like women can't have careers it's just that is our natural biological nature that we are more the feminine nurturing um, embodiments the goddess type archetypes and so with the trust we are not taught to have faith we're not taught to trust this inner knowing this inner guidance system we are taught to go to the best college and get the best career as a backup plan or get this and that. And it's all protection, protection, because it's coming from fear of this world is a bad place. And it can be very understandable when you feel you've experienced that this world is a bad place, right? I've experienced many tragedies, as is everyone. And so it can feel like, wait, why should I trust this inner knowing when the world keeps showing me how unsafe it is or how difficult this path is? But that is actually the universe pushing you to look within, because the old systems, the old ways you've tried to be, to have been have never led you to the soul truth, right? So the third step is really trusting that your soul is beyond wise, beyond wiser than the ego could ever be. The ego is here to fix problems. And the only things you need to really be concerned about, do I have food on the table and do I have a roof over my head? Those are the two things the ego should be concerned about. Those two questions. And million like I'm positive 100% of you guys have both of those things so there is no other purpose for the ego 
besides those two questions. But the ego has been so conditioned into us because we've been taught to think, learn. That's what school is. We're taught to like... To listen through the ego to the thoughts and so our minds become so stimulated we don't know any other way of being and that's why spiritual awakenings can be so confusing in this day and age because we're so in such a stimulant society that when you start listening to something other than the head the voice the narrative it's like what is going on i feel like i'm going crazy because everyone else is very logical like when you ask people for advice it's very logical it's very fine attuned to the voice in the head the ego the protection the fear and again there's nothing wrong with this but it's understanding when you're going through spiritual awakening that is what is happening you're following a higher force within you that is pushing you and the more you resist and lean on the ego and say oh I'm fine I'm comfortable you know actually you know I'm happy just being the way I am you're that inner little knowing is going to keep shoving and shoving until you realize okay and that's why we incarnate again and again because our egos are stubborn as fuck <laughs> like our egos are so stubborn mine is so freaking stubborn and it's something I'm learning every day but like we're all so stubborn when it comes to our ego that's okay by the way again there is no shame in this path we're all like we're all trying to figure this out so the third way really how i have been able to really help this and i look up as four four um is i visualize myself in a forest now this is like the wild woman now there's like two types of feminine energy teachers i feel online there's feminine energy teachers who are like more trying to do it for uh, an ego gratification of looking a certain way um and like acting a certain way and then there's the wild woman, which is the teaching I love. Now, nothing wrong with both, but the wild woman teaching is the one I'm obsessed with, which is like the true core essence of a woman. Like the woman who is naked in the forest, her feet grounded in the mud. She is so embodied in her heart. She is sensual. She feels everything. It's like rivers are flowing through her. Like that wild, crazy woman. Um, hair super long and crazy. Um, just connected to source, like super opened up. That is like the wild woman I see. And like absolutely love. And that's the path I'm on. And, um, you know, something that I just find so admirable and beautiful. And it's like the goddess archetype that is with all, within all of this. This goddess archetype of... um, Because a lot of people, the feminine energy uh, has been... The feminine psyche overall in this reality has been very bruised. It's been very damaged. Um, I've been reading this book recently and you know back in the day if you if you're listening you're most likely a healer you were a witch you were a shaman you were some form of healer in a past life um and decades and decades ago um female you know witches or healers were burned at the stake because they were told to be demonic these healers these women who were embracing the goddess-like archetype within themselves were burned at the stake because the um churches believed that these women were finding the god within them instead of obeying a god externally to them and the whole point of spirituality is realizing that you are the god within not the ego but everyone is a god within everyone is connected to the one source of god whatever that is from your own understanding but what they didn't like is because a lot of these religions were used to control back in the day they would burn these women and so within your soul there is a lot of fear and in the feminine psyche of the entire conscious collective there is a lot of pain a lot of fear a lot of Oh, just a lot of pain because if you are to step into this divinity, this non-insecure, empowered, goddess-like woman, it creates a lot of fear and resistance to that because of past soul 
pain that you may not even be aware of or your um, ancestral pain within the DNA of your body, right? You carry your parents' trauma, your grandparents' trauma, like continuing onwards. Um, so it can be in the physical body and in the soul. So there's a lot of resistance to this. So also understand that it can feel really uncomfortable when you are awakening to the goddess, awakening to this inner divinity of the woman. Um. And so what I like to visualize is myself in a forest, um, completely naked, bowing down to Mother Gaia and connecting to the roots of the soil and the earth and really feeling into the presence, the warmth, the love, the fire, the empowerment of that. And that really helps me and calms me and soothes me because when we're awakening, we can feel very powerless. Well, our ego, right? I always, you know, even today I was going through some really deep emotions. I was just allowing them to flow through. I had to take a whole day to just feel my emotions because it was getting so powerful. The energy right now is like, damn, it's crazy. I had to just feel through these. And what brought me back was that there is a empowered woman within me, right? And, and a vulnerable woman, but that's also very powerful and brave, right? Sensitivity does not mean fragile. Okay, sensitivity is a beautiful, strong trait, and vulnerability is a very strong trait. We've kind of belittled it to think it is, or we've been conditioned to believe vulnerability is a very um, shameful thing, which again is in the feminine psyche. And so when I visualize myself in a forest, I'm really connected to that inner divinity, that truth. I feel nothing but empowered and I know I can take on anything that comes my way. So that really, really helps me when awakening on this goddess path. And that is a huge tip. Listen to some um, shamanic drum music on YouTube or some jazz music or just rain music or hertz music or archangel music. And just like visualize yourself embedded in the earth's core and really connect with Mother Gaia and feel the feminine roots rising within you, that divinity that has been suppressed for so long and know it's safe. It's within you. It's just dormant. Um, allow that. And that can really reground you back to this reality because in the spiritual awakening, we can sometimes get caught up in the ethers and the third eye and all of these different things, but it's important to go into the lower level chakras and really connect. Um, and that's really, really important. That's another way that really helps. Okay. What's the fourth one? Okay, so the fourth one is reclaiming the soul. So remember I said, when we go through this reality, we feel the soul isn't safe, who we are is not good enough. And what really triggered this podcast was I had a psychic um, reading yesterday and she said that I abandoned my soul a very long time ago, which I know within my heart. Like I know for a fact that is true because my soul is very feminine at my core. It's very, very like structure is like the last thing in my name. Um, it, it was very imbalanced. And then I actually went through, you know, my childhood being in hospital and you know struggling in school and then flipping to the masculine um and so when I think of my feminine she the the inner child within me was the most creative little girl she oh my god I loved baking drawing singing dancing acting if there was any competition I would stay up all night doing art competitions and like I just loved like having so much fun with the creation side and that really got kicked out of me in school and I found it so like I, <laughs> I was I was failed school I couldn't even sit in the classroom I, I couldn't do it my creative soul wanted to be running outside wild and free and so I've known this for a very long time and you know this whole spiritual journey is reclaiming that soul and this is the fourth step in your goddess awakening is reclaiming the soul and telling the soul it is safe it is safe. You can even wrap your hands around your body and say, ah, you are safe. You are safe, little child, because the inner child is the one that is hurting. It's not actually the adult version. The adult version is a, a sense of self you've created because as children, we don't have egos. We barely think. We we cry and we can 
you know, scream in a supermarket. We don't think, right? We don't have an ego. We don't have remorse. We don't have fear. Um, so the inner child is the one that is hurting because they have, she has been suppressed. She has been pushed down and she has been told she's not good enough. She is not worthy. She needs to, you know, f- defend herself and fight for herself and her soul or all these different things. And so we've created this adult-like nature, which is, oh, this is just part of growing up, which isn't true. It's been conditioned out of us through this very masculine way of living that is so disconnected from the heart not to say the masculine isn't connected from the heart it's a wounded masculine that we're living in it's not obeying or respecting the cyclical cycles of women it's very much men and women are in the same boat in regards to work and um a lot of different things but women's cycles are so beyond different which is why i'm so passionate about sharing this knowledge so you can understand you're not meant to 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 be a man uh that might sound triggering but i what i mean by that is Men and women are wired and run so beyond differently. And when we are listening and trying to learn these teachings from men, we exhaust ourselves because we have such different cycles. Women are cyclical. We're sensual. We're feeling creatures. Men are a little bit less feeling, right? Now, that's another thing. They're conditioned to be way more in the masculine and to completely suppress the feminine, which again creates imbalance. I believe a harmony, a dance between the energies, right? I believe women should have masculine energy. I also believe they should have feminine, but I believe we should be more in our dominant feminine than we are in our masculine because that's what feels, for me personally, that's what feels good. If we're honest with it, if I'm honest with myself, that's what feels good. Um... And so reclaiming the soul, it's all about telling yourself like, it's actually safe for my soul to come back to me. I am safe living in my soul essence. The world shone it out of me. The world told me it wasn't right, but I'm here to say the soul essence of me is the best part about me and reclaiming that and calling that back. You can actually visualize green fragments. And the reason I say green is because that is the heart chakra energy. And I believe that is the kind of center focus of the entire, you know, being of the one visualize green fragments every day just flowing back to you coming back to you piece by piece like you know each one calling back in and call it in with love okay hiccups call it in with love okay what's the yeah the fifth one and the last one is the cyclical love okay so this is something that I never ever thought I'm actually going to shut my eyes now because I've put my notebook down and this is something when I first got into self-development, I was 17 and I got obsessed with male thought leaders. I was obsessed with Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, all these male thought leaders. And you know what's so funny? I didn't follow a single female on Instagram. I had this resentment and bitterness and jealousness because I was in the wounded feminine <laughs> um, of just feeling competition everywhere. And I was like, I don't even want to look at women. They're weak. That was like actually what I believed. I was like, they're weak. I can't open. I can't look at their stuff because they're not like motivational enough because I was so my masculine what I mean which is so understandable at the time I'd lost my home I dropped out of school um you know I had to really hustle to make a living for myself and that's what worked for me at the time and that was what was meant for me um but what really struck me it struck me one day was when I heard this somewhere and it never never struck me she said the books you're reading like the 5am club um the miracle morning all of these like men dominated books like I always was like trying so hard to stick to these like you know bulletproof routines like get up at 5 a.m have a cold shower like all of these like very masculine ways of being I thought I wasn't good enough because I wasn't playing up to this role and this is another thing in society is we're not honored for our differences with this whole with this whole feminist movement um I believe in equality one million percent 
But the whole feminist movement has come to a point where it's like men and women have to be the same when we are literally beyond different. And that's just the truth. Biologically, we are so different. We both have our strengths. We both have our weaknesses, right? That's just the part of being a human being. And so I was never told, and we none of you were, like growing up, that we, like, to honor your differences. So when we see, like, men achieving, or whenever I would see men achieving, I go, God, I'm not doing good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And that perpetuates this wounded feminine way of being that I'm not good enough. I'm not powerful enough. I'm not strong enough. Because I was trying to play up to a non-cyclical way of living. So cyclical, if you don't know, is cycles. Okay, in women, the feminine is a circle. It is a cycle. It is, um, if you look at Mother Earth, anything in Mother Earth is feminine energy. So if you look at the trees and the leaves, right? We don't look at a tree when the leaves are gone and go, oh, it's dead. No, we obey and we know the leaves are going to grow back. It is just the autumn times. It is the time for the, the tree to regenerate and rebirth, right? And that is how women we will continue to be is rebirthing and rebirthing and rebirthing. That's why, um, you know, if you see a boy and a girl in a relationship, one energy will be more dominantly masculine and one will be more feminine. That's what creates polarity and pull. Even in a same-sex couple, um, there will most likely be one um, partner who is more masculine and one is more feminine. That is just what creates sexual polarity, which is what a relationship is. Honestly, it's the attraction. It's the difference between a friendship and a relationship. And so really honoring that you are a woman, you are a divine goddess, and you run completely differently to a masculine way of being, a man, okay? And so that is why I encourage you. Um, and again, I've read so many books that are by male authors, and they are amazing. Uh, actually, you know what's so funny is all the books I used to love, they don't resonate with me anymore in the slightest. Um, you know, like even The Four Agreements. I remember I read that and I was like, this book is amazing. And now when I read it, I'm like, Ugh. like anything to do <laughs> with mindset or beliefs, I just, it doesn't resonate with me anymore because I'm all about the feeling and, you know, the real body, like connecting back to the body, not the the thoughts and the ego, more like the feeling, the tapping into that. And so, um, you know, the books I read now are all about goddess energy and war, like feminine energy and sexuality and all of these beautiful things that we must nurture within the feminine psyche. And remember, when you heal yourself, you heal the planet. So understand on this awakening journey, it's about honoring that you are a goddess, okay? And men are gods. We're both very different and we must obey and honor our cyclical cycles. And when I started to love the fact that I'm cyclical, oh, I didn't even get into this. So if you're wondering like what does it mean to love like a cyc cyclical lifestyle is understanding that there is going to be maybe one week out of the month where you're not going to feel energetic you're going to feel like you need to rest even if you have a nine-to-five job and that's that's the thing I really find hard sometimes when I think is like um you know these these ways of these ways of working like I look at social media I'm like oh my god it is anything but feminine <laughs> Obviously, the creation of the content is, but when it comes to the fact that social media is a 24-7 game, it can be very hard to have a feminine running business. I might even do a podcast on that. I think I should Um, if you want to be a feminine entrepreneur because it is a completely different ballpark to a masculine and you can do it. Uh, but I look at like social media and I'm like, it's anything but cyclical. It's very, um, you know, 24-hour cycle, masculine, linear, go, 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 Um, which personally just doesn't work for me. And I've tried it and just really, it literally leads to burnout. Um. But yeah, loving the cyclical aspect that each moment is just, each emotion is just energy emotion and it's going to continue to flow through you and to obey and honor that. And so what happens is, is I would look at these thought leaders, these male thought leaders and go, how come they're able to be on the ball 24 seven? And that is because they are more masculine. 
but that like to be a masculine woman you have to force this energy and that's what could create a lot of exhaustion um and so then I started to realize wait I'm a woman I'm I'm not a man I have a completely different biological system I have a completely different nervous system to a man I have to obey that and so now I obey rest rejuvenation inwards healing feeling through emotions looking at my shadow and that is so rewarding and that is what the goddess awakening is now this may have sounded really scary and I'm going to do another podcast on all the benefits of the goddess awakening because this is like there's a million benefits that come out of this this isn't a scary path you chose this always for your highest good when we chose our our life paths our soul contracts we always choose this because it is going to lead us to our inner divinity which is unconditional love which is the feeling of love and in order to reach that state of enlightenment or to reach that state of spiritual fulfillment we must shine light in the darkness which is the feminine which is going into the wounds which is going to the darker sides of yourself and really feeling into those why am i afraid um why do i feel insecure why do i feel all these things and then embodying and integrating them okay and alchemizing them into a higher vibrational frequency so that we can go out there and be more in our purpose which is then in the masculine which is the goddess the goddess purpose Okay, so I hope this helped you and I hope, oh my god guys, I'm so happy to be back in podcasts, you have no idea, like it actually makes my heart so happy. Um, but yeah, th- these are some ways to help you on your goddess awakening, I know you're not alone, that was just a rundown of it in some ways that could help you and understand this is always for your highest good. I enjoyed this so much, I kept seeing the colour green while I was talking about this, like the wild woman, like the green. Um, but I did want to ask your advice um, just at the end because... I really would appreciate your help. And I know if you guys are listening to this part, you are loyal listeners and you are on the same sort of frequency and wavelength as me. And the truth is, I've had a real hard time lately with YouTube and really trying to find myself in YouTube because to be truthfully honest, I've been on YouTube for nearly five years and the passion has completely faded away. It's a very forceful energy when I want to, if, when I want to make a video. I don't find any pleasure in it. And I did a psychic reading yesterday and she said that my spirit guide say I need to let go of something in my business hugely because it is taking so much of my energy. It's not giving me energy. And YouTube has been so draining for me lately. And I have this such a weird relationship with it because podcasts set my soul on fire because it's really focused on the words. Um, whereas YouTube is very visual and I find it very hard to speak for my raw authentic self when there's a camera right in my face. I, I, I don't know what it is. And so I'd really, really appreciate if you could send me a message on Instagram and let me know what type of videos you would like me to see or what types, um, cause I'm live, I'm really thinking of YouTube in a box right now of like, just sit down advice when I want my podcast to be the free flowing advice. Um, and I'm trying to figure out where I want to find my place in YouTube and it would mean the world for me, world to me, if you could send me a message on what you like me doing on YouTube or what sort of ways I could do it, I literally would appreciate it more than anything because podcasts are like the diary to me and I want to continue to do that and I will be doing that from now on. Um, but it would mean the world to me if you would let me know. And then I also want to let you know that I have a course called the Divine Feminine Goddess Program. It is my newest program that I've created. Um, it's my only program on feminine energy, which is all about this, the goddess awakening, how to manifest your dream life from your soul purpose and maneuver this goddess awakening so that you can step into the sexy, confident, authentic um it's so interesting when I said the word sexy I got this like intuitive feeling that like even the word sexy has a very misread label it's not about trying to be appealing but it's feeling so sexually liberated and confident within the self that's what I mean 
Um, I have that program down below. It's six weeks. I give you everything on how to balance these energies, how to embody them, the morning routine to activate this goddess energy, how to manifest and create from this goddess energy. I give you yoga to do every morning. Like it's amazing. Um, so I'm going to leave that in the show notes if you want to check it out. It's going to really, really help you out. I put my heart and soul into it. And honestly, it's probably the program I'm just going to be promoting for the next year because it's really where my passion is heading. Um, but I do appreciate you. I want to let you guys know I also have TikTok, all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, take a screenshot and tag this new story. I always repost this. And I appreciate you. I'm sending you so much love where you are. And just know you are not alone. You are not alone on this journey. Um, I'm here with you. And I'm here to guide and lead the goddesses on their individual journeys. And know um, you're loved and you're safe. Because it can feel difficult at times when you're doing this all alone. So that's why I want to create a space like this you can tune into and feel you're not alone. Even if in your hometown, you're the only person you know awakening and you feel like you're going freaking crazy. Trust me, I've been there. And I, yeah, like, I love you. I'm sending you so much love. Bye.